Today is a great day for car wash. Yeah, sure. Car wash. <laughs> this is the car wash on the SL podcast. She's a song on a car. Good day and welcome to the car wash. This is episode number 60. On today's show, we look at some of the PSL's transfer rumors. We celebrate Ronaldo becoming the all-time top goal scorer. And we look at uh, Hrobler and Gabuza, the league's new deadly duo. Whether you're listening to us on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, or Mahi Gang's 96.7 FM's Game Time, welcome to the show. I'm, of course, not alone. I'm joined by former Ajax Cape Town and Mamelodi Sundowns goalkeeper, Mr. Sean Roberts. How are you doing, Sean? Thank you. What's happened to our cool intros? I, I, felt like, I felt like it stole the thunder away from your jokes. You know, I come through too funny, and then your jokes aren't funny, <laughs> and then enough. it was like, ah... <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. I'll take that. I'll take it. I'm good. Thanks. Thanks for asking. Uh, and the one and only Mr. Teko Murisa, former Orlando Pirates and Mamalodi Sundowns midfielder. How are you doing, Teko? I'm good, Slu. How are you? All good. All good. Well, um, it's it's been it's been a very political week, and I'm happy I'm happy to be uh, to be on this show with you guys because man, it just felt like we weren't focusing on 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 anything that we care about, like you know. Trump is, is, is he's funny and all, but um, you know, Sean's a much bigger jokester in my mind. Oh, yes, oh, yes, this is a nice one today. This is for Teko. <laughs> um, what did one ocean say to the other ocean? Nothing, they just waved. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. Oh. I don't know, like Sean, Sean, like, laughs at. Had his own jokes <laughs> to try and get us to laugh. Yeah. So good, so yeah. good. Thank you. And, uh, <laughs> Thank well, you. we begin today's show with pole position. Pole position. Pole position is where we ask a question on our Facebook to our readers and listeners, uh, and you guys respond with your voice notes. This week, uh, we asked you guys: Should Sundowns have let Serino leave? No one says uh, no of course, the, uh, the the rumors that have been swirling and. They were confirmed by both club and player that Serena wanted to go to Al-Akhli. They were interested in uh, in having him, uh, but they've ended their pursuit because apparently Sundowns uh, asked, asked for too much. Uh, so, so we're asking, should Sundowns have let Serena go, especially given the fact that they have more than enough in attack? Here's what you guys had to say. Yeah, <laughs> No serene. Go am umbo no get me na. Sometimes the bingam tetelo serena ham. Go bavele, singing in don the seats at Tila Eco no serene, and once a coning don the Sabasu. Once a bit at Tila Bifunuk Fezzas a bit fezzy. Sabingam tetela. Aham. I will al archly. I was Zamacon. I could be a pambi in a talent lack. So I sent out the Navarrets with him tetel and you born Tessanga in a bed and I exciting again. Ogning Sabewenzil. So it's a bit right with them to tell him and I hope he's going to And there you have it. Um, it's an interesting topic. Uh, Serino, I don't think he walks into that Sundowns team anymore. Um, but he's still a very, very good player. And I think, of course, Sundowns would try to maximize profits here. But uh, Sean, do you think that uh, they're being a bit too stingy here and they should, they should perhaps let him leave to... To have guaranteed starting eleven time. Look, Slu um, and Teka will definitely agree with me here. 
you know, it's not just Serena. It's 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 there's plenty of players. When you sign for Sundowns, you sign for Sundowns. If you sign for a three plus two year, which makes five years, ninety nine point nine percent, you'll be there for those five years. I don't care who you are. That's 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 Sundowns rule. Um, a lot of players will, and Pizzo has Pizzo said this in the press. It's all cool signing for Sundowns, but then you must honor your contract. It's all nice to move for the money, but then after two years, um, you're not playing and you start complaining. Well, why did you sign the four years straight? Mm. Do you know? Do you know what I mean? Um, look, there, there was a significant offer for Serenio on the table. Um, Money's not a massive option for the owner of of Sundowns. We know that. Uh, yeah, of course we would want to see him move on and play. He's a great player, and and for him and Pizzo to be reunited would have been a no-brainer. And like you said, he doesn't just walk into the Sundowns team at the moment, does he? So um, he is still taking up a foreigner spot as well. Um, yeah, there's there's two ways of looking at it. You sign that contract, you must be prepared, and that's the word. You must be prepared to honor it. Don't sulk. Um, if another team comes in and they can't match your wages or, or, or match what um, uh, Sundowns are asking. So, yeah, it's it's a double-edged sword. There's, there's two sides to this. I would have loved to have seen him go. Um, yeah, and he was unlucky not to be able to move, to be honest. Um, maybe there's a bit of sour grapes with Pizzo leaving the way he did. Um, that's why the move was probably blocked. But um, again, I reiterate, when, when you sign for Sundowns, you sign for Sundowns. And, you know, you look at Lucky Mahomi, a good example. Um mm. You know, so yeah, uh, Riyad Peters a good example. I mean, there's there's tens, twenty of players that are, that are in the similar example. So um, yeah, Teko, it'll be good to hear your opinion on this. Uh, just, just real quick before Teko, I think I misspoke when I said that Serena would be guaranteed at the Al Ahly starting eleven spot. I think I think that's that's a bit of an exaggeration. But yeah. uh, you know, obviously, uh, Pizzo is a big fan. Anyway, sorry, Teko, what what are your thoughts on this one? So, firstly, I think um, Serena is still one of the most important players for Samambi Sundance. Um, um, irrespective of what's happening between him and the team, because if you remember once the, the rumors started and then there was um, talks that he was injured and all that type of stuff. So mm-hmm. he hasn't been playing, he hasn't played too many games. But now that the saga is laid to bed, Serena is still one of the most entertaining and most talented attacking players that Mamelu Sundance have. With all the players that are there, Serena is still an important figure in the team. And uh, looking at the team now um, into what they're trying to do, they're trying to go back again and reclaim the champion. Um, um, you know, CAF as well, dominate the league as well. You want the best players on the pitch. You want, always want to have your best players on the pitch. And um, Sundowns, I don't think this is in the, they've ha- ever had an opportunity to put out the best 11 because there have always been issues with COVID issues, injuries, and all that type of stuff. But I think with Serena, I don't think uh, the money is an issue. I think if if Al-Akli wants to pay the money that Serena is valued for, I think they will. I think they should. Mm-hmm. And uh, and I also believe that if Mamili Sundowns is a team that believes if the deal makes sense and we do find a replacement for the person, I think he will leave eventually mm, mm. but the the problem the problem comes when you supposed you want to leave and the deal doesn't happen you just renewed a contract um six seven months ago you signed mm. a new contract now you 
honestly want to leave and when that doesn't happen then you suck mm. so mm. that 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 becomes a problem for 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 footballers now they're becoming emotional now their professionalism goes out of the window mm. you should understand that if you if you sign a contract you renew a contract whether it's five years whether it's i don't know three plus two if there's no buying out clause in that contract chief stay there for five years because you just signed five years because mm. now because mm. now if there's no buying out clause there's always going to be back and forth as to how much your value is and then the team will, if there's a buying out clause that probably maybe escalates every every season or whatever the case may be if there's some sort of an agreement as to if the team wants me uh this is how much i'm gonna uh this is how much the team needs to pay and then you've got an idea and then when Allah comes and then you're like guys if you're able to pop out this type of money then the, the deal then you might start talking about it but mm. the problem is you as a footballer I man you be a professional you can't sign six months into the contract a new contract and then and then after six months then um, there's an interest of you and then you want to go then yeah. you want to force yourself out but you just yeah. sign a contract mm. do you know do you know what sundowns were asking price wise no I, I don't have an idea yeah I, I, this is this is something that i want to ask about Shun, because i i think i think i have a guess as to what's really going on here i think midway through a season where the netbank cup still hasn't started sundowns are kind of looking going look we we have a, a good balance right now like do we do we sell a player who's proven in the PSL and then and then have more on our play, uh, on our plate down the line or do we uh, overvalue him so that even if they do match that price then they have plenty of time and money to send to spend on a replacement do you think that that's what's going on here Yeah, I think so, Slu. Um, but again, I'd love to know the number so whether we can say whether he's been overvalued or not. Um, it's, I mean, do you think it's north of 50 million or north of 40 million or I don't know. I mean, if you think about it, it's only 3 million euros, you know, which is which is not massive in terms of football numbers, but it is massive in terms of South African numbers. So um, I am surprised, Slu, that uh, he didn't go but I understand why he hasn't gone, if that makes sense. Yeah, that does make sense. Um, do you think, uh, Deco, that Serino is the type of player that's easily, uh, that Sanas could easily find a replacement for, or do you think it's hard to find someone who fits that mold? Nah, it, it, it's not going to be easy to find a replacement, but um, it, but Sundowns can find a player that can come and contribute differently. Mm. I highly doubt there's 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 because I don't want to take anything away from Serenio. He's he's a he's a hell of a fantastic player. I think what he has done for Sundowns, it's 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 amazing. And uh, to find it for uh, for me to come and out and say Sundowns can find a replacement for Serenio, that's wrong. Mm. Um, I think Sundowns are, are capable of finding a quality player that might contribute to the team differently. And Serena is, com- is, is 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 contributing to the team differently. That's why Tembazon is contributing to the team differently. Those are t- talented players, but they play differently. And I think uh, uh, it's important for Sundowns to, to to keep him as much as they can because um, if you still want to dominate, if you still want to win all the stuff that you said you want to win, you need to have your best players on the pitch. You need to have your most influ- most influential players on the pitch. And now, with COVID issues, with injuries, with suspensions, you need that team. You need your backup. You need players to be ready all the time. And mm. and and also Sundowns haven't 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 found their form yet. 
So yeah. like Sundowns, they're in their form where they can say like, yeah, it's fine, let's sell Serenian. And they're not in their form. They're not, yeah. they're, they're not dominating. Yes, they're in good position on the log, but they're supposed to be there because of the quality players they've assembled. Sure. Yeah. And they are but tied the, with Swallows who, who don't have that type of, of budget. Yeah, but slow the the league is thirty games. Chief. It's it a is, it is. Yeah, so so <laughs> we 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 know game sixteen. That's when the league starts. So so for me is 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 I would love to see Swallows on game twenty being on still top four. I would yeah. love that. I think I think I'll actually say that Swallows are probably maybe you know the most surprising team this season. But we all know that the league things tend to turn around in the second round. We all know what happened last season. So let's yeah. not talk about it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, in other transfer news, uh, Sundown's still on the list here. And this one comes as no surprise for, for a number of reasons. So Daruk, uh, Rishan Daruk of Marisburg United, of course, he was heavily linked with a move to a, a big three team in the last mm. transfer window. He ended up staying. Uh, Maritzburg, of course, not having the strongest start to the campaign this season, but uh, things are starting to look maybe a little better with Middendorp back. But I think it, it was always, always going to be a matter of time before Derek leaves Maritzburg. There was, there was no question. It was just really a question of does he go to a big three team or does he go abroad to, to, to Europe potentially. Uh, but now there's strong links with him and Sundowns. And of course, Sundowns do have the unfortunate void uh, of Muchaka Madisha to fill. Um, and here's Derek young uh south african homegrown center back uh i think this this is a this this is a move that makes sense right sean what do you make of it yeah but like you say slew i mean uh, me first preference i'd love to see more of our homegrown talent go to europe mm. um is he good enough for europe well, i don't know i'm not too sure um but if you're good enough for sundowns at that age you, you probably are good enough for europe to be honest um maybe a lower league in europe but certainly get your foot in the door and then and then go so um yeah uh yeah an obvious one for me um surprised that it didn't happen uh beginning of the transfer window before uh to one of the big three um but they will miss him if he does go that's for sure and that's if they survive they will miss him big time so it'll be interesting to see who they get as a replacement if he does go Deco, i have a question for you do you think that maritzburg united made a made a mistake uh by not selling Derek uh, uh last transfer window because now um, clubs will probably try to uh, undervalue him compared to what they would have paid because of this season's slump for Marisburg United compared to the high that they were on last season. So do you think that they, they were a little bit slow there or do you think um, they'll still get his values worth? I think, I think slow, um, we've seen such mistakes being done by other teams as well. You know, um, when the player is supposed to be you know, to leave it at the right moment when he's at the peak, when the value's still up there. You know, mm. we've seen the teams, you know, turning a blind eye and then a couple of months later, now they want to sell the player. Now he's half of what he was supposed to. And I think with Marisbeck as well, I think that's the same case, you know, with, with how the team is performing right now. But because of the age of Deruk as well, I think the value is still, still high. And and and, and if Mamluri Sundowns, are willing to pay for the type of money or even a European team that will pay because of the age that he is in and the type of position as well that he plays. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and 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 uh, let me tell you, like, a, 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 I don't know whether it's a funny story or not, but looking at it now, it's funny. Mm-hmm. Not funny, not funny, ha-ha. <laughs> like, when I was still playing at Cape Town City, 
I remember so, uh, seeing uh, this boy for the first time. You remember the, there was um, a point where Marius Beck would play all their home games on Friday. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, yeah, I, yeah. I was in camp watching Marius Beck play and I saw this boy play. And I promise you, I called John Comis and said, John, you need to look at this boy. Just look at him, just sign this boy. He was raw at the time, but you could mm. see the, the potential, the talent that he had, you know? And I remember at the time we still had um, the, the problem of the center back. I think Robin Johannes just left and we always had a problem of to getting somebody as a center back. And look at his value now. Look mm. at look look at the conversations now, you know? And uh, and I would have loved to, to see him in Cape Town City at that time to be properly coached. Not that he's not coached, but... You know he can be yeah. better and he if he does and also with with the talent that he has and he was one of the nominees for defender of the year he's in the bafana fold he needs to start playing yeah and 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 sometimes to break through into bafana first 11 you need to play for big teams if that overseas move doesn't happen sanders is the best he will play at sundowns yeah with his age he will definitely play as a center back and 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 for me it will be great to see him play and and like Shona said, he'll love to see players going overseas, especially our South African players. But also, if they're not going overseas, our talented players, I'd love to see them start winning trophies. Yeah, yeah. You know? And I think I think, I think, think at the end of the day, he might have a better chance being spotted by, by scouts if he's playing well for Sandowns uh, as as opposed to Marisburg United. So, so it, you know, it's, it, it's one of those things where I think he just has to make the right choice, maybe not mm. sign for too long if he does go to Sandowns so that, he has the option of, of, of making the move over to but, Europe. But, but Slu, the, the problem is, is I've, I've heard people say that, that I, I don't want to sign for too long because, but you must understand, Sundowns are going to sign you based on how much they paid for you. Sure. Yeah. That's that's if if they, if Marisbeck speaks about uh, whatever zeros they're behind, Sundowns will give you the contract based on the zeros they paid for you. Yeah, of course. You know, uh, yeah, and, yeah. and and that that becomes a problem because even if you want to play one season at, at Sundance, it's impossible. And yeah. and for for me, it, it was going to be great to see Derek being playing regularly in the Bafana setup, and then and then doesn't need to go to big teams to be scouted because then in the Bafana setup also you can be scouted as well. Yeah. But, but we all know. Let's not get to Bafana politics. We we know no centre backs will play there if you're not playing for any big team. Yeah, true. And and you know, speaking of centre backs, we move from that into uh chiefs uh chasing uh Phillies of cape town city Tariq Phillies. um obviously this would be for for the coming june they can't uh, make the transfer this january um but this is one that we, we we spoke about a couple months ago where Phillies is also being targeted by the top three um you know when i look at chiefs i, I kind of like this signing you know Phillies is one of those players he's not flashy but he's like a hard man that, that's just tough to break through and break down. Um, and I kind of dig that idea for, 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 for Chiefs' backline. Uh, Sean, what do you make of the potential transfer here? Look, it's um, for me, Philly should have gone last season or the season before. Um, what's he now? 29, 30. So he's, yeah, I mean, he's okay with age, but he's not a spring chicken. <laughs> um, he, you know, it's, it's, we it's a hit and miss. We don't see many Cape Townians flourish in Johannesburg. Do you know what I mean? It's it's been a story of the past. So, um, but yes, Phillies uh, at Chiefs. If he performs, if it's a right move, a great move, great move, and and, and well deserved. Deku, you actually you you you've uh, worked alongside Phillies before. What do you what do you make of him going to Amakosi? Slu, before 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 I I comment on the move, the possible move to Amakosi. I think Tara is. Um, if not the, 
the best center back that can play football in the country, he is one of the best. Um, we speak about Jonas Mente that comes out and play at the back. We speak about uh, uh, center backs that actually are comfortable on the ball, and 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 Tara uh, is one of is one of those guys. And I'm not surprised that he's he's been chased by top three. I just hope when he get there, it's not scoping, you know kick it mm. forward and then they start changing how he plays yeah. because they, they're interested in how he plays. Then when you get to the big teams, let's not start the ball at the back. Captain City is starting the ball from the back and he still defends as hard and he plays the ball as hard. I just hope, because I because this is me answering uh, what Sean uh, was saying about we don't see many Captonians um, a flourishing job. It's because when they come this side, they're forced to change how they play. Mm. And it becomes difficult for them to readjust to what they what they they're not used to. You mm. know, I, th- I, th- I think it's important if if Gavin if Chiefs do sign him. Like we 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 spoke about it this, uh, uh, last week on, on the podcast that uh, when Kaiser Chiefs are signing players now, is it Gavin signing or Kaiser Chiefs? Because those are two different type of players. Yeah, yeah. correct. Yeah, you know, so we need to be clear exactly as to who's who's wants to, who wants to sign Phillies. Chiefs, yes, we understand Chiefs is a brand, but we know that if you if you signing Phillies, then you're gonna need to have a goalkeeper that will start the ball from the back because mm. he's a comfortable footballer. He wants to play the ball. He will never kick the ball forward. Yeah. Yeah. He's that type of a player, and I think for B, it's 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 a right move. It's a great move for him to go to the big team and and, and be that position. Hopefully, by then, the crowd will be back. Because I because I've always told them about the importance of the derby. You know, the importance of playing uh, in a sixty thousand capacity crowd. I've I've told them how nice it feels, mm. and I told them if they can't get that with the Bafana team, then they'll get that with the big team. But they need to work hard to play for the big team, and and that's true. We all know we love Cape Town City, but. We, we all players need to have ambitions of playing overseas, if not overseas, big teams. And I think this is an yeah. opportunity for Phillies. If it comes through, that's a great move for him. But I just hope that it doesn't change the way he plays because I think he deserves to be in the final setup. Definitely. Um, and uh, last PSL transfer rumor story of the day is uh, Bongin Tuli. Uh, now, towards the end of last season, there was uh, rumor swirling and Amazulu swiftly denied this. Uh, actually came at our, at, at our sister publication, Kickoff, um, on their website saying, you know, that it was outlandish rumors saying that uh, we basically said Bongin Tuli handed in his transfer request. Uh, he doesn't want to be at Amazulu anymore. Um, of course, now this season, he's had that long-term injuries, kept him out. So he hasn't been able to be as prolific as last season just yet. I think he returned to the bench recently. Um, but of course, you know, he has that 13 goals from last season in the PSL breakout season where he scored uh, basically 80% of all of Amazulu's total goals. Um, is this a player Is this a player that that walks into a big teams starting 11, Sean? I think, yeah, I think he needs a, another big season at Amazulu, to be honest. Um, that's my opinion and no better coach than Benny to get them out of him. A world-class striker working with uh, an up-and-coming, very good young striker. Um, yeah, you know what? You know what, South Africa, man, you have you have six months of being great and all of a sudden you're in the Bafana setup and this and that and then two years later no one remembers who you are. So, um, yeah, I, very good player. Um, I would like to see more of him uh, this season. I'd like to see a good... 10, 15 games if he can squeeze it in and uh, and then make a decision. But yeah, going on last year for sure, for sure he's good enough to play for uh, the big three or whatnot. But um, where is a good question? Yeah. You know, you know what's funny is um, the kickoff actually also reports that 
So his contract expires in June 2022. And he has had offers from Sweden and Egypt. But it says here, neither could meet the player's expectations. Which, man, I wonder what lofty wow. expectations those are like. I mean, uh, <laughs> but anyway, Teko, what, what, what do you make wow. of Ntuli still trying to force his way out reportedly? Hey, slow. It's tough because um, I thought last season he'll leave. You know, after having such a great season, um, he'll go and play for and and just be challenged because I don't think there was enough challenge at Amazon. He was carrying. I'm sure now the the reason why he's giving this long term injury it's because of he was carrying this team the whole season. His yeah, back is sure. probably sore. <laughs> he was he was I'm carrying Amazon the whole season. Mm-hmm. Right and 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 now that he hasn't played and he's struggling with injuries, which is understandable. Probably maybe because of the way he was pushing himself and probably you know, you know you you slow. If you look at the stats of so many players that have been in the PSL for so long, most of them they haven't played regularly for a long time, and you find that when that happens, you know, start having injuries because the the body's not used to that. Mm. And with 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 Dooley, I played with him at Sundowns. He's he's. You know, looking at him the way he played last season, I think that's his, I think that's one of his best season, and uh, he needs to leave. I don't believe because the thing is like also the question would be what's the player's ambition. You know, we can sit here and say that he needs to leave, but we don't know the player's ambitions. So if he wants to win the trophies, if he wants to go back into Bafana fold, and uh, he wants to play in a big crowd, he, he needs to leave. He needs yeah. to he needs to go go and compete with the best in the country. Compete yeah. for that first eleven because the truth of the matter is no disrespect to Majoru or Mushagazuru. Um, when Intuli is on form, there he will play regularly. Yeah, of course. So now, do you want to go and challenge for your for your place? Go and fight your Hroplas, your Gabuza, or Mango. You know, go and go and compete because then 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 we you you get to see yourself where you are. Because for me personally, I was that type of a player that I always wanted to compete with the best in the country. So that I can see where 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 am I? So I think in two it's about time to leave because. Uh, but Teko, Teko, how could you compete with the best when you were the best, my brother? Yeah, but <laughs> but but the thing is, um, um, at the at the time, people, people, other guys were doing well as well. So yeah. I de- I wasn't just looking at myself; I was looking at other guys that I was competing with directly. Yeah. So that was my uh, uh, competitiveness. I was like, I want to be better than that guy. If he scores six, I want to score twelve this season. Yeah. If he crosses four, I want to cross eight. But that's that's me being competitive. But I think there's so many guys that needs to be competitive. And 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 also if you if 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 also as as Nduli, you want to be home and get paid well and be around your family and then stay. Yeah. But don't yeah. but don't be surprised when history repeats itself. For sure. For sure. Should be interesting to watch. I mean, we'll keep an eye on Nduli's situation. Uh, but we move on to the international news desk. And for that, we are joined by one Kurt Buckerfield, international uh, news correspondent for Soccer Lad Duma. How are you doing, Kurt? How's it going? All good, bro. Kurt. Kurti. Fellas, fellas. Yes, man. So uh, we get to talk about uh, Chelsea for a little bit. Uh, We focused on Man United last time out. Uh, Chelsea, man, what a situation they have there. I mean, upwards of 200 million pounds spent in the last transfer window, bringing in the likes of Werner, Kai Havertz, and and, and more. Um, and I remember at the beginning of the season, a whole bunch of Chelsea fans had them. This is our year. You know, <laughs> Lamp is going to do the, like, and now 
sitting in eighth position. Um, it's 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 you know they're below West Ham, they're below Everton, they're below Tottenham. Um, Eleven points off the pace. Three of their last five matches losses. Mm. Um, Okay, let's start with Lampard. Um, do you think that Chelsea are looking for a new coach right now? Yeah, so we are led to believe through rumours um, circulating in England that um, Chelsea are looking for a German-speaking manager, as as funny and strange as that sounds. But um, at a specific looking for a German-speaking manager, not only to get the best out of uh, Kai Havertz and Timo Werner, um, and even Kristen Pulisic, who arrived from the Bundesliga as well. Um, but also because they're used to operating with a director of football, and that's a similar structure to that of Chelsea's. So, um, yeah, the names in the um Julian Nagelsmann from Leipzig, Ralf Hasenutl from Southampton, I actually think would be a, a great shot. Ralf Ragnick, who's currently unemployed, and then Thomas Tuchel, who's also currently employed after recently being sent. Um Jürgen it's Klopp. difficult, man. Yeah. What do you think, Sean? Sorry? J Jürgen Klopp. <laughs> Look, I mean, I, I don't think I would call for Lampard sacking, but seven points out of a possible 24 um, in their last eight Premier League games reads, you know, really badly. And um, I do think that manager with experience and know-how who will be able to get Chelsea... Um, back to at least playing decent football and winning matches because that's all it's about right now. Pretty much um, forget, you know, trying to win the league like many tipped them to. Um, yeah. Yeah. They, can, they can forget about that as high up as possible now. And um, yeah, I mean, it, it was always going to happen to Lampard. Um, the trance window he had, he was like a kid in a candy store, big money signings. Um, and as much as I wanted it, it's proving to be too difficult a task at this stage in his in his career, and um, I think I think it just goes to show that players, even at that level, need coaching. Um, and and you forget those who are on high wages need instructions, they need direction, they need uh, a manager with a clear picture of what he wants to do on the ball, without the ball, in um, and you know football, um, like with every sport, is is 90% mental. Your ability counts, of course, but it's about personality, about mental strength and stamina and, and Chelsea right now couldn't buy those things and not even if it was uh, in the form of a 21-year-old German international with 80 million. Yeah, but I mean, if, if, if we turn back time, Kurt, we could say the same for Ole Gunnar Solskjaer at United and and, and the, the powers that be at United stuck by him and yeah. look what look True. what's happening now. So do you think that's, is that an option at Chelsea to stick by Lampard and, and see where it goes or is it, is it too little too late? I, I, I see why you would draw a parallel, but um, I do think that Chelsea operate differently. They they work on a system where they have a coach for no longer than two, three years. So I think I'm down to them looking for a replacement for him. Um, I, I think United tried to go that route when we had, you know, I think it was three or four managers uh, over a five-year period mm -hmm. or six-year period. And it was clearly one. So I think that what they've done with Solskjaer is just going, you know what, we're going to, Give you time um, and see what happens ultimately. 
you aren't under pressure to to win the league necessarily, but we'll give you time to, you know, build a project. And as a Chelsea, they are uh, sacking managers who even win league titles, like Conte and uh, Sarri, who won the uh, Europa League. It's a completely different system, but I can see why you would draw that parallel. Absolutely. Who was the? There wasn't there a coach who. I think this was maybe 2012, who won the Champions League and was sacked at the end of the season still. Was it uh, Di Matteo? Di Matteo, that's the one, yeah. Yeah. Where it's like, you know, and of course, maybe there's more to that story. But either way, Chelsea are, are, are quick on the trigger, though. Yeah. I mean, even even Mourinho himself, you know, he wasn't able to win the Champions League there and they let him go, uh, despite his league success. Um, Deco, what do you make of this situation? Do you think that they should give Lamps a, a, a fair uh, amount of the season to try and... Uh, you know, build the team back, uh, you know, up to confidence? Or do you think that they, are, they have to let him go at this point? But the problem, Swoo, is this coach is going to give them a chance to build. They're forever building. Eh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They're forever building, so they don't have an opportunity to actually uh, think of start winning because they're forever building. <laughs> it's true. So it's Frank the Builder. Can he fix it? <laughs> so, so now also you must understand that how much Chelsea have spent as well. You know, we spend so much money within exactly. the season, and 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 like like Curtis said, I think it's important for, irrespective of who it is, you want the players to be coached. And sometimes we take advantage of our oh, senior players. They have experience of playing the national team. They should know what they're doing. No, as a coach, also you should know what you're doing. So mm-hmm. I think I think I think also being being frank as well, being new into the system as well, it becomes difficult. But I think if they can find somebody else that can actually try and help, him, that's if Chelsea still wants to keep him. But if they don't, they need to find somebody else uh, uh, to try and replace him because time is going, my friend. You can't be building and building and spending so much money and, uh, on paying those players and without getting results. Yeah. And uh, elsewhere, uh, we have you know big story. I, I feel I feel like I've seen this headline like. 10 times now, but but it is now official. You know, everybody's reporting Cristiano Ronaldo uh, becomes top goal scorer in football history, wow. um, which is wow. it's remarkable. But you know what's crazy is I think we all... We all expected this to happen eventually. Like, I think we all knew may- maybe like 10 years ago, like, Ronaldo is going to keep scoring these goals. Like, yeah, yeah, for sure. And he's going to play forever because we, we saw the fitness levels back then. So, so... You know what do you? What's your initial reaction? I, I mean, I'm always taken aback when I when I think about what we've gotten the chance to witness in this generation of football, uh, with with the likes of uh, let's celebrate him. So I won't mention the other guy. Let's just let's just celebrate Ronaldo today. I'll um, mention him later. <laughs> <laughs> but um, you know the fact that we get to watch a guy score so often every single season of his career. Um, you know he's the top scorer in Serie A. He's what thirty. He's what ninety-seven years old now, um, <laughs> and he says that he wants to keep playing for many more years. He's aiming for a twenty twenty-two World Cup with Portugal. So, great accomplishments and still greater ambitions. What's your reaction to this? Yeah. So, the, in Juventus's Italian Super Cup win over Napoli on Wednesday night, um, stood for sixty-six years. Um, Joseph Bikan was a Czech Republican striker who played between the, the 1930s and 1960s, um, during which he was believed to have 759 official goals. Um, and Ronaldo now has 760. Um, for me, Slu, I, I get what you're saying. So, like we, we all saw it coming, but it just puts how great they've been, um, not just for this generation, but of all time. And I always go back to, um, you know, 
on the show a few months back. But analysis in football today is that, is that it's most advanced and your strengths, your weaknesses are out there for everybody to see. There's a database. Everybody knows what you're going to do when you get the ball, um, where you like to play, where you shoot from, where you pass. And for Ronaldo to have achieved these kinds of numbers in this era, um, unbelievable. It's unbelievable. It really is unbelievable. Yeah, I agree. Best ever. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, I mean, let's let's say this. Uh, his his rival Lionel Messi is two years younger than him, and he's on seven hundred nineteen. So That's true. I was about to say that. It's not the it's not the craziest thing to see Messi catching up there. And remember, Messi's got them assists, but we're not mentioning the other guy. what do you make of what do you make of this i mean it's it's an insane stat to think of um 760 i I can't even like picture that many goals as a highlight reel uh but you know what one of if not the goat what do you make of the of the record (sighs) this ronaldo Hey, he doesn't want to stop. Eh? <laughs> hey, this guy. Look, for me, I'll, I'll, I'll add on what Curtis said. I mean, to to achieve it at his at his age and this era, so where we've seen how difficult it is to, you know, to maintain consistency because everybody knows your da- your data now, and it's very very difficult to keep that. And uh, him being this consistent for so many years and still has the drive to. To actually continue in doing all the great things, he's he is a different beast, you know. And uh, it's said that once they're done, these guys will never see such thing again. Mm. Rivalry where we'll see both players that are being the best or at the peak at the same time. Mm. But for me, I'd say, um, look, uh, when I started watching Ronaldo, Ronaldo was a uh, uh, the quick winger, step over, you know, free kick taker, and then he became a goal machine. So now he's a goal machine, but the other guy's still the same. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, so the other guy's out of this planet. But anyway, so congratulations <laughs> to Ronaldo. And uh, I think he inspires so many kids around the world. And yeah, man, you know, he's looking after himself. I think if you have to look at him, uh, I think he's the guy that he needs to... Uh, uh, teach these kids about being a true professional mm. and being dedicated to your craft. And I think you show that always, Kerry. Yes, sir. Yeah, yeah. So, so just some some random fun facts before I let you go, Kurt. Uh, the most uh, that he that he's ever scored against one team is twenty seven against Sevilla. He's also got twenty five against Atletico. 488 with his right foot, 139 on his left, 131 with his head, um, and two via other body parts, which I find so funny as a sentence. <laughs> <Ash>. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, and he has 46 hat-tricks, 136 doubles, and there were eight occasions where he scored four times in a match, and he scored five times in a match twice. So, guys. Look, look he's a, guys. like Teko was saying, no, he is an absolute freak. And I, by the way, he's at, he's at 760 now to 900. He's not stopping. He won't stop until he, he has that record um, and knows that nobody else can catch him. He's not going to stop. Ronaldo is obsessed. He's not going to stop. We're talking about this for many years to come still. Yeah, I think, I think uh, in, in a way, I, I think both Messi and Ronaldo are going to be chasing like Zlatan's status where... They want to be just just as good when they're 39 as they were when they were 30 or, or 27. So yeah. it should be fun to watch. But that's all for the International News Desk. Thank you very much, Kurt. Cheers, guys. Kurt. Cheers, bud.
Thank you. Cheers, cheers, cheers. All right. So we have some PSL to react to. Um, you know, this week we saw TTM host Chiefs. And uh, didn't go too great for TTM over there, Chiefs, with a 3-0 win. That's oh. uh, their third win in four, I believe. Um, and, you know, the, the 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 vibe just seemed a lot better. When I watched that second half from Chiefs and TTM, um, they just looked so much more confident and comfortable on the ball. First off, was a little shaky, but I think they pulled it all together. Sean, what do you make of the result? Yeah, I, I agree completely. Um, but just don't discount the fact how bad TTM really are. Um, Chiefs were good. Um, yeah, Chiefs were good. TTM were bad. Uh, but the momentum now is with Chiefs. You can see the, the the way the boys are carrying themselves. And I remember Teko saying last week, he looked at the body, uh, or two weeks ago, he looked at the body language. I think it was the Amazulu game, Turkey were talking about, or the Chiefs guys. And they were just like, ah, f- I don't want to be here, you know, sort of thing. But you can see the difference. There's smiles. Um, you can see Gavin Hans a little bit more pumped up. Um, Dylan Shepard's always floating around like he's still playing. So that, that, that's pretty cool. But I mean, it's uh, it's it's good, man. We want we want the Chiefs to be back up there. Um, good goals. Uh, Happy Mashiani's oh, hell of a player, isn't he? Jeez. And um, yeah, just nice to see Manyama back in action again. So. Um, Good results. Uh, TTM are going to struggle. They are. That's uh, four losses, I believe, in their last five. Deco, what did you make of the match as we speed through these uh, reactions? Sorry, so, so, Slu. Um, you know how fixtures are lately. Um, I was I was doing a, another game at the same time, so I didn't actually get to watch the game oh, when I saw the results. My. You had the Sundown Celtic one, right? Yep. All right, well, let's move straight there then. Um, uh, it was a tough one for Downs there. Uh, they were frustrated. I believe they were at home. Um, and it, it kind of opened the door for Swallows to sneak uh, 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 to the top spot, but they didn't. Uh, mm. Swallows ended up drawing as well. What did you make? Yeah, you, you know, sometimes uh, even when the doors and sliding doors are opened, the bits sometimes they don't. Even if they come through, they don't stay. You know. <laughs> so even with that wind of opportunity, it, it I thought Swallows will take it. But Celtics, uh, nonetheless, um, they they I think they enjoy playing against Sundowns. They came with a different uh, uh, plan. Um, they defended very well. Uh, they knew how Sundance are going to attack. And uh, Sundance couldn't get grip of the game. I think a certain moment, yes, Kevin got uh, enough chances to bury the game. Uh, but the, the great save from the goalkeepers as well. And and and, and Celtics also, they, you know, they're always half offside, whether you're not sure of, of the results. But they came with a, with, with a good plan. I, I think, I just hope that Celtics, with the mentality that they had against Mamita Sundance, if they can keep up with that, I think they'll, they'll they'll do they'll do well in the in the league. But Mamelodi Sundowns, I think that's the one game they need to go back and pull all the clips and analyze because if if teams saw that game, they'll start having uh, the same system that'll that'll play uh, Mamelodi Sundowns. And Mamelodi Sundowns seem to struggle with the defensive-minded Celtics. Yeah, yeah. And and also don't forget, Teko, that Celtic had a goal disallowed, which was clearly a goal. Yes, yeah. sir. I mean. It, Unbelievable. Appreciating over the weekend, including in the Pirates Arrows match as we move on. There was also a couple dodgy offside calls there. Um, what did you make of that draw? Uh, do you think that uh, Arrows were perhaps a little lucky to escape with the point? Um, Slu, so I'm going to pull a taco here and I didn't see the game. I didn't, I, I didn't see Pirates uh, Arrows. Uh, I watched a couple of highlights, but not enough for me to really comment. But uh, um, 
Yeah, I mean, Teko, you, you obviously watched the game, eh? I said, obviously. Yeah, I watched the game. <laughs> <laughs> Look, we... Golden Arrows are a very stubborn team this season. I, I think they have this mentality that if we're not gonna win, we're not gonna if we're not gonna win, we're not gonna lose the game. Yeah. And defending, you know, they're very strong. Uh, yes, Mango came in, created enough chance, but I think the the you know the sub, yeah, Sam at the left. I think that that was where Orlando Paris was having so much joy. Yes, yes, yes. And once they took him out, they the Hoto couldn't get to those positions as well to to help uh Orlando Pirates but I think the inconsistency of Orlando Pirates it's it's, it's starting to creep in and it's and 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 yesterday it showed against a very stubborn side and of course with uh with Aros as well they they're not defending very well they play very well as well they're very dangerous and I think in a couple of moments yes they could have punished uh, Orlando Pirates, but they didn't. But also, they're taking pride of the fact that there's no big names within the team. You know, there are nobodies, but they compete and they're not losing games. But also, what's important as well, they need to understand that by not losing games doesn't mean you're not going to be relegated. Win games, More. Start mm-hmm. winning games. You know, I think it's important for others to be well-structured, but start winning games as well. You know, and uh, for me, I think yesterday they played well. Yes, but they need to start playing like a team that wants to. Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. And uh, last but not least, Swallows, of course, they had the opportunity to go top. But, um, you know, what's weird about Swallows is they seem to match Sundown's results every week. Like, whatever Sundowns does, Swallows manages to pull off the same thing. So even if they have a bit of a chance to, 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 to close the gap or go ahead, mm-hmm. they'll have the same results. So, uh, but, but, a draw against Chipper United, it's not the worst result, uh, but you know they would have wanted a win for sure. Yeah, I mean, a, a positive is Hamaldin is, is flying, isn't he? Uh, yeah. So he, he's an absolute pleasure to be watching at the moment. Some concerns for Swallows, in my opinion, are the, the boys looked very, very tired. Um, 70 minutes in, you know, 20 minutes left, they were really, really tired. And that's what got uh, Chipper back in the game at the end of it. So um, that's my only concern. And like uh, Teko said earlier in the podcast, you know, it's a 30-game season. Um, so, you know, after after seeing that game, you, you start questioning, do they have the legs? Do they have the, the mental ability to get through these? Because they are going to be um, quite a congested uh, a fixture, uh, congested fixtures as well coming up towards the end of the season. So, yeah, I hope they're recovering enough, but they looked exhausted. Mm-hmm. What did you make of it, Dick? Uh, I think it's a great result for cheaper. Uh, dance maybe can start building from that. Swallows, they had an opportunity to become top, and that's great for team spirit. But, um, I, I think the biggest concern is. Uh, I think Solos are okay as number two. I think the more we hype them up, maybe this pressure of them, you know, getting to the top and being, you know, the most hunted team in the league, I think that's not the pressure they want to find themselves in. Definitely, definitely. Real quick, I'm going to speed through this week in football history so that we can get you guys' previews before we wrap up the show. Uh, so Today, we remember great moments from the past. We dive into the time capsule. Join us as we remember great moments from this week in football history. This week, back in 1971, former Barcelona player and manager Pep Guardiola was born in the Catalonian town of Sant Pedor. For those of you who don't know, he is literally Barcelona born and bred. Uh, This week, back in 1994, 
A full slate of six Scottish top flight matches resulted in a point for everyone as all six matches ended in a draw. And uh, the headline of this article says a drawful day for football in brackets. Sorry, uh, I do not accept that apology. This week, back in 2002, Gianfranco Zola scored a remarkable backheeled goal as Chelsea rolled over Norwich City in the FA Cup. I remember the- that. I remember, you remember that. that one. I do. Mass. It was, if, if you don't know what we're talking about, go on YouTube, search it right now. It's one of those. I feel like a, a lot of people have tried to emulate that goal, but it, it when it happened, it was insane. Uh, and we move straight from there into the weekend preview. And we start with the big fixture of the weekend. Mamelodi Sundowns versus Swallows. The fight for top position. Mm. Who is your money on, Sean? I'm, I'm going for Sundowns. Um, purely the fact of how tired Swallows did look. And uh, Sundowns is a team that just will not stop. Um, but a, a draw is not out of the question yet. But I, I do think a Sundowns victory, to be honest. I think Sundowns are capable of winning this because of the depth that they have. Even if they didn't have a great game against the Celtic, but I think they can still justify themselves against uh, Morocco Swallows over the weekend. And then we have Kaiser Chiefs versus Stellenbosch. Who is your money on? Uh, I think momentum is with Chiefs. I'm always being concerned about Stellenbosch's uh, defense. Um, I'm going for a 2-1 victory, Chiefs. I'm a Kosi Abuil. Is that what you say? Yes, sir. Hey, they quicked for the slogans. I think it's going to be a very tough game for KZ Chiefs. Um, look, I, I see a draw. I see uh, Stelis will try and fight themselves out and try to to actually try and win it, but I don't see them win. So I think it's going to be a draw for KZ Chiefs just to calm them down a bit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, because if, yeah, if they win this one, now they're in top six. Now it's a different conversation altogether. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah but, 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 but I would love them to win, but a draw is fine for football sense. And then we have uh, their neighbours, Pirates, taking on Marisburg United. Uh, tough one, Pirates. The t- Pirates really need this win, to be honest. Um, what, do you, what do you think is going to go down, Sean? Yeah, it is. It is a tough one. Um, Maritzburg obviously fighting at the bottom, having a couple of good results, playing good football again. Pirates uh, a little bit on the opposite side. I'm, I'm going. I'm going for a draw. Hey, I'm going for a draw. Mm. Mm. Uh, big win, Chief. Putting, putting my head on the block. I'll tell you why. Look, Maritzburg. We didn't uh, ask you why. Okay, cool. <laughs> <laughs> tell, tell us. Tell us. That's weird. <laughs> Listen, Marisbeck, uh, structurally, they, they, they're very solid. They look very good. You look at how Orlando Pirates struggle when they play against teams that are well-structured. It becomes a problem because Orlando Pirates, you must understand that the strength of Orlando Pirates is counter-attacks. Yeah. They don't play out any defensive block. They rely on speed. If you don't give them that space for speed... They've got no other 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 way to win the game, and 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 Mudendop uh, with, with those five men at the back defensively when attacking is with those extra two wing bags. Look, man, I I see Mudendop winning G this sure. game because of because of how structured Murray's back is. Leave leave Musia Medi alone, but I'm just saying, uh, Pirates uh, they struggle with well structured teams. Hence, yesterday they were struggling against Arrows because Arrows is all structured. And Marisbeck is more structured than Arrows. Mm, should be an interesting one. And in the last uh, one that I want you guys to uh, predict, TTM, uh, everyone's favorite team, 
uh, versus Supersport United. And we were going to talk about the league's new deadly duo, Hrobla and Gabuza, uh, but we'll, 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 we'll get to that next week. Um, yeah. But what, what, do you, what do you think of this fixture? Supersport are in some pretty good form, actually. Yeah, um, uh, yeah convincing win for Supersport. Um, TTM have got a lot of work to do. And that's the danger of assembling a brand new team at the beginning of the season where you've never worked with and you've got people at the top that are just crazy. Anyway, yeah, convincing Supersport win. Yeah, I don't want to get into details. It's just yeah. convincing win for, for Supersport. There's no way TTM can stop that. Uh, well, you know, uh, TTM can't be stopped. Or, sorry, Supersport can't be stopped unless TTM have some very solid breaks. But, um, oh, you know... If we're chatting cars, I think there's some, someone who's a lot better at that. Uh, Mr. Sean, what's our car of the week? Yes. So we did mention him earlier, uh, Mr. Majoro from Amazulu. They've been pictured with a brand new Ford Ranger 2-liter bi-turbo double cab automatic 4x4. The Ford Ranger has been Ford Ranger has been the only bucky that has been able to give the Toyota Hilux a run for its money when it comes to units sold each month. In fact, the Ranger has achieved the near impossible and beaten the Hilux into second place on the odd occasion. Not the quickest of buckies around at 0 to 110.5 seconds, but it is sexy as the 10-speed automatic transmission too does a fine job of selecting the appropriate cog for most driving situations. Indeed, it wouldn't surprise me if a healthy chunk of customers end up being bought on just the looks alone. Of course, there's an argument to be made that Ford could simply be slapped an aggressive body kit onto the standard Ranger, but those who get the chance to experience this machine at maximum attack off the beaten track will glad this isn't the case. I love everything about this SUV for me and 9 out of 10 coming in at a whopping 900,000 rand. Shoo. Mm. Ah, man, I wish I had that money in my back pocket. Damn. Um, you know, if, if I'm going to start making money, I'm going to need some inspiration, some motivation, so to speak. <laughs> uh, you know, I, you know, I, I know a guy, he's got some great quotes that, that always get me fired up. Yes, sir. Uh, so who's, who's our motivational quote of the week? So this week is the young Keenan Phillips who did play for Vitz. I think he's at Supersport now. Um, don't judge each day by the harvest you reap but by the seeds that you plant. Yes, yes. That was one, uh, there, were, there, was a, there was a week, uh, like a long time ago, where I had to, I had to do the, all of your segments, Sean. Mm. Uh, and that was one of the quotes that I, that I was thinking of. There was another player who did post it. Oh, really? Uh, but yeah, but yeah, I love that quote, though, because it's I always like, it. like, you know, we, we, we judge ourselves by each day rather than the long-term goal. Exactly. That we're Exactly, but bro. whether you have been listening to us on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, or Mahikeng 96.7 FM's Game Time, that has been episode number 60 of The Car Wash. Thank you very much for tuning into the show. I have been your host, Slew. That has been Mr. Sean Roberts. Thank you, brother. That has been Mr. Teko Mudise. And uh, we will see you all same time, same place next week. Peace. Away. Today is a great day for a car wash. Yeah, sure. Car wash. <laughs> <laughs> this is the car wash on the SL podcast. This is a car.